The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. All right, election results this morning in the big race on Election Day. Mark Polencars wins another term as county executive. WBEN's Brayton Wilson was there as he declared victory. The first county executive to win a fourth term. Mark Polencars won because as much as anyone who's ever held that office... He's earned it. That was Democratic Chair Jeremy Zellner as he introduced Mark Polencar's late Tuesday night as the Erie County Executive for a historic fourth term in office. I've said all along this race is about what we've accomplished in the past and what the goals are going forward to continue to move this community forward. It was a pretty nasty race at times, the things that were thrown, but I just kept on focusing on what we've done and what I want to do going forward. And I'm so grateful that not only was I given an opportunity to serve, but it was a big victory. That's Polencar's following his win. It was just after 10.15 p.m. on Tuesday. Tuesday when Zellner first declared pulling cars the winner via social media and just before pulling cars took to the stage to declare victory his Republican challenger Chris Casilio had called him to concede the race as he said in the past pulling cars will serve just one more term in office as county executive we've accomplished a lot and my goal has always been that when I leave office whether it's I walk out myself or the people send me packing that people can say no matter what he left the community in better shape than when he took it and I'm proud to say I believe that is the case Erie County is in much better financial shape than when I took it. Erie County's parks and libraries are much stronger than they were. So we've left it in much better shape than when we took it. And our goal is just to continue to do that. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. WBEN's Max Ferry was watching the race from Republican headquarters. Chrissy Casilio gave a tearful concession speech following defeat. I saw a need in our community, and I truly believe that this campaign brought those issues to light, and I ran to make a better future for my children. I'm proud of how far this campaign has come. The people of Western New York that I had the privilege of meeting and the friends that I've made along the way. If we wanted everything we did, we're not challenging ourselves enough. I'm looking forward to staying involved and continuing to do the hard work necessary to be an advocate for families, taxpayers and small businesses that have been ignored and left behind. In addition to her round of thank yous, she mentioned that she called Pullen Cars to congratulate him on the victory, a move that Pullen Cars admits hasn't always happened following his victories. And I wished him a happy birthday and I, I wished him a successful fourth term. You know, I, I'm at the end of the day, I'm a resident of Erie County. I'm raising my kids in Erie County. So I want him to be successful. We need to have good government and we need to have a county that is run well. And so I I wish him the best of luck, and I hope he does a good job. In addition, Casilio says she has learned many things on the campaign trail and believes Erie County still has potential for growth and adequate change. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. Those uh, results coming in late last night. You heard them live here on WBEN. In the Erie County Legislature, incumbents, Ruling the day at the ballot box. Howard Johnson, Michael Kashuian, Gene Vinyl, Chris Green, Tim Myers, John Gilmore, John Mills, and John Barnese all winning re-election. In the 10th district, the one where an incumbent was not running 
Republican Lindsay Larigo defeated challenger Deborah Sieber. Across western New York, many other races to keep tabs on. In the town of Cheektowaga, things too close to call in the supervisor's race between Brian Nowak and Michael Jasinski. Just 36 votes separate the two candidates with Nowak holding a slight lead. In Niagara Falls, the mayoral race also very close. Incumbent Rob Restaino leads Republican challenger Carlton Kane by just 202 votes. Demetrius Nix, best known for pleading guilty to manslaughter, received 276 votes and 156 Election Day voter write-in candidates. Restaino, though sounding confident, speaking with WBEN late last night. I think in the end, people recognized that the criticism had to have a plan, and there was no plan associated with it. And we made good on the promises that we made um, when we first were elected in 2019, and that is to fix the fiscal mess, um, challenge out-of-town developers to make them uh, responsible. Well, we'll keep you posted on that Niagara Falls mayoral race. We'll be speaking with Mayor Restaino coming up at 7.50 this morning. Yeah, will be uh, very interesting. In the city of Buffalo, two women will be on the Buffalo Common Council in January. Zanetta Everhart winning the Maston District Council seat. She's the mother of Topps mass shooting survivor Zaire Goodman. She thanked her son last night. Uh, what happened to Zaire lit a fire under me, you know? And, and here we are today. And yes, I am claiming victory in Maston. I am excited to be the next Common Council woman. <laughs> and I'm ready to just go to work. Um, I'm ready to get past the politics and I'm ready to do the job. I am ready to do what the people elected me to do. Um, I am grateful for their votes. I am grateful for their support. And I just want them to know that I love them just as much as they love me. Leah Halton Pope, elected as Ellicott District Council member, succeeding Darius Pridgen, who did not seek re-election. We have election results at WBEN.com. For every county in western New York, every race, you'll find the link right near the top of our page at WBEN.com. So you can check every town board seat, every every single race that was underway yesterday. Democrats scored big at the polls on Election Day, driven by a battle over abortion rights. In Virginia last night, Democrats were able to hold on to their majority in the state Senate and flip control of the House after emphasizing abortion access, while Republicans rallied around Governor Glenn Youngkin's push for a 15-week partial abortion ban. In deep red Kentucky... Democratic Governor Andy Bashir fended off Republican challenger Daniel Cameron. Democrats not so lucky in Mississippi, where Brandon Presley, the second cousin of Elvis Presley, conceded to incumbent Governor Tate Reeves. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no Presley no. in office. That's Andrew Dimber with the report. In Uvalde, Texas, voters elected a new mayor, two-time mayor. Cody Smith easily won the race with 65% of the vote. In second place with 33%, Kimberly Mata Rubio, the mother of Lexi Rubio, one of the 19 students killed in that Robb Elementary School shooting last year. Smith said he's planning on working with Rubio, the other victims' families, and the community on a path forward. There's some of these people that we're going to have to hold up a while. But we all have rights. We all have responsibilities. So everybody's going to need to take a long look at themselves and see what they can do to help this community. And that's the situation in Uvalde, Texas.
WBEN News Time, now 5.09. All right, well, if you were uh, paying attention maybe all day, all night to election results, here's a little diversion tonight. One's a little bit country, the other's a little bit football, and they'll come together again tonight with the Country Music Association Awards, or CMAs. Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning returning to host the show, with Bryan telling us they're different, but it works. You know, he comes from a football background, game plans, we're going to do this, that, this, so he, he likes to have his ducks in a row, and I'm, ten, I'm, I'm typically a little more uh, kind of loose and off the cuff. Laney Wilson, the top nominee at the CMAs, tonight from Nashville on ABC. Jason Adelson, ABC News, Hollywood. You're right, a diversion. That's just probably just what we needed. The exclusive WBN, some of the forecast, calls for partial sunshine to give way to increasing clouds. We'll find some areas of rain developing by later this afternoon. And it will be chillier as well with the breeze coming in out of the east, the high temperature into the low 40s. Temperatures will actually rise through the 40s to near 50 later tonight. With areas of rain continuing, the breeze shifting into the southeast. Tomorrow brings some showers for the morning, plenty of clouds as well, the high temperature in the mid-50s. With your exclusive WBN Some Weather Forecast, I'm meteorologist Josh Nichols. Joining us on the line, Erie County Republican Party Chair Michael Crocker after Election Day. All right, Michael, thanks for being with us this morning. I'm sure it was a late night for you. How did you uh, take in, we'll just start in general, uh, Election Day? What were you focused on? What are some of the areas you feel that Republicans did well in Erie County? Well, first I want to uh, congratulate Chris Casillo on a very uh, aggressive and hard-fought campaign. She made the party proud. I'm very excited for Chrissy. She's got a bright future. Uh, I guess I will extend my congratulations to Mark Polencars. Uh, but this was a great night for the Republican Party. We extended our advantage in places like West Seneca, where we took full Republican control of the town board. Uh, we took the majority of the town board in places like Hamburg. So uh, this was a very nice night for the Republican Party last night. Uh, Michael, on the county executive race, was it the message? Was it the messenger in this race? Why do you think Republicans came up short? Well, I think certainly there. This first of all, this county. It's been a long time since we've elected a, a Republican county executive, so it's not a, something that happens automatically. Uh, Mark had a lot of advantages, including twelve years of incumbency, financial advantages. But uh, I think Chrissy ultimately uh, came up short because it's just very, very difficult to get change here in Erie County. Is there regret in hindsight not going with, and obviously you can't force anybody to, uh, you know, enter a certain race, but not having somebody with more experience take on Mark Polencars because of the things you mentioned, they, uh, all the advantages he had with incumbency, that's a lot to overcome. No, listen, we talked to a lot of people about running for county executive. I'm very proud that Chrissy stepped up to uh, take on this fight. It wasn't easy. Uh, she had to stand toe-to-toe with one of the most prominent politicians in Erie County, and she did so with uh, a certain bravado, and she took the fight right to him. So I'm very proud of her, and uh, I think she's got a bright future in the Republican Party. Uh, you say stepped up. Uh, should we take that to mean that there just simply wasn't a lot of interest in challenging Mark Polencars? Well, listen, we, we things we knew in— uh, in January, weren't the same things we know now here in uh, November. You know, Mark had a very, very difficult August. 
where he, you know, the domestic violence abuse allegations became revealed. The micro crisis became a real situation here in Erie County. Um, but you, that's not the way you run races. You don't get to decide things uh, in the summer. You got to pick your candidates. And, and listen, Chrissy stepped up to do something, uh, and she made us so proud. So I stand behind Chrissy Casilio, and I think she's got a bright future in the Republican Party. Could any Republican, do you think, have won against Mark Polencar's last night? And, and I'm also interested in the enrollment breakdown. Yeah, we know it, the Democrats have a lead here over Republicans in Erie County, but is that gap only getting bigger? Well, I, I think Erie County is going to be a place where we're going to continue to compete. Um, you know, we've been narrowing the gap in places like Chitawaga, where I think we're going to be successful at, uh, on the election night. So I believe we can, as a party, compete countywide. But uh, it remains a very difficult task electing a Republican county executive. It's been since 2007 since our party's been successful in this effort. Um, but I can tell you right now, even last night, we're having conversations about how do we organize ourselves in a better position to be prepared to take on that county executive's office, because that's an important piece of us building a successful party. In uh, just to switch focus here uh, before we run out of time, in Cheektowaga, this race, very close. Uh, how are you taking in those results? It's just a, a few dozen votes separating uh, the two candidates. Uh, what do you make of this supervisor's race, and what are the next steps there? Well, first, I think I've got to congratulate Barbara Bukowski and Vern Thompson on successful town board races there where it appears the Republicans will continue to make gains in the town of Chitawaga. Uh But Mike Jasinski is neck and neck with Brian Nowak, a socialist. Uh, I'm very confident that once we get everything in, that race will continue to tighten. And it appears we're going to go to a, a legally required hand recount. So I think that race is still too close to call. But we've obviously put a great emphasis at the Erie County Republican Committee on the town of Cheektowaga, and we're going to continue to do so. And uh, my hope is when the dust settles, uh, we've got a Republican uh, supervisor, but we're certainly pleased to continue to make gains in the town of Cheektowaga by electing two more Republican town board members. Do you know how many absentee ballots there are in Cheektowaga to sort through? So I don't. The way the law works is everything that was in the Board of Elections was counted last night. But there is still time for things to arrive at the Board of Elections. So we aren't necessarily clear on what is outstanding. There's plenty of applications that haven't yet been mailed back. You don't know if they will be mailed back for certain, but it's a little bit different than years past where you might have had a number of ballots sitting at the board waiting to be opened. That's not the case anymore. But uh, you know, just given the fact that that race is so narrow, there will probably be an automatic hand recount required by law. Well, uh, we're all going to kind of wait and see what uh, happens there. Hey, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I'm sure it was a late night. Michael Crocker is Erie County Republican Party chair, joining us live here on WBEM. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.